Welcome to the Better Doctor Project podcast, where we link healthcare providers of all specialties to help us grow and learn from each other to be that much better for our patients. We sit down and talk about the fun things, the big and bright ideas, and we go over tons of practice tips and occasionally cover some pretty scandalous topics. Join us every episode to keep growing to become the best provider you can be. Let's get started. Welcome back to Better Doctor Project. Today on episode 28, we are chatting with Dr. Gabriella Ludeman, a chiropractor in Illinois who, you probably guessed it, married another healthcare provider. Her husband, Mitch, is also a chiropractor, and the cherry on top is that they practice together, which makes it that much more intriguing. Let's listen to her pointers on the pros and obviously the cons of this kind of setup. Many of our listeners are single, dating, currently students, etc., which means you guys just might end up with one another as healthcare providers, because let's face it, for a long period of our lives, we tend to eat, sleep, and breathe science and medicine. It's no wonder we stick together sometimes. So toward the end of this episode too, I will be revealing my dream role model healthcare couple who are also semi-Instagram famous. Let's dive in. Hey guys, we are here today with Dr. Ludeman, and she's going to be talking to us about what it's like being married to a healthcare provider. Some of us do it and some of us don't, but I think it's really fun to talk about, you know, why that might be a really exciting thing and how that can actually come in handy in a lot of ways. And then sometimes there are some not so fun things about being married to a healthcare provider too. So we're going to touch on that as well. So first off, Dr. Ludeman, thank you so much for being with us. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. So start off by letting our listeners know who you are, where you're located, what kind of healthcare you're providing, and just kind of what you're doing currently. Well, hi guys. I'm Dr. Luderman. I am a chiropractor in Bolingbrook, Illinois, which is a northwest suburb of Chicago. Uh, I graduated from Palmer College of Chiropractic, Davenport, in 2015, and I happened to meet my husband, Dr. Mitch Quill, at Palmer as well, and he graduated in 2016. So we've been doing the chiro couple life (laughs) for about six, seven years now. So I think we have a little bit of an idea um, of how to handle the challenges and the victories in that. Absolutely. So outside of chiropractic and outside of healthcare, do you think you guys are similar people in general? How does that work? Oh no. So, (laughs) um, not until I met Mitch's family, did I become involved in horoscopes, but Mitchell is a Taurus and I'm a Libra. And I'm like, man, all of these things in my life, if I had just known about horoscopes, like it makes so much sense. So we could not be more polar opposite. Uh, I'm outgoing and bubbly. And I'm that person that like, if I know you, I'm going to go up and I'm going to say hi and I'm warm and I meet all the people. And I don't like to be the center of attention or the life of the party, but I definitely like to be loud. And Mitch is just like the tall, quiet, brooding guy, but he's that calm, cooling energy, like rock stability foundation. Like he looks like a big man's man. And then really he's just a teddy bear. Uh, so we are two totally different people, um, complete opposites. And therefore we work really well together in practice. And it took us a couple of years, but once we figured out who had what unique ability and who had right. what strength and what weakness, and it took self-reflection and both of us admitting what we're not good at, then things started to click for us together. 
That makes sense. So in practice, I'm assuming some things you should be similar on in terms of care in order for that to work. Um, have you found some things where you just, you know, that you guys have to be on the same page on? I know the only thing that jumps to my head is obviously like things like ethics and morals in practice, but what else have you guys noticed? We like, you have to have the same philosophy. So we've noticed other Cairo couples that um, like one wants to do PI workers comp extremity adjusting grass and soft tissue cupping, dry needling, the whole nine yards, all the rehab. And then like the Cairo that only wants to do pediatrics and pregnancy. Like if you can't get on the same page of how things should be scheduled, how you want to be in practice, like you just should not work together. Mm -hmm. If you want to do cash and the other one wants to do only insurance, like probably not going to work out so great. Um, we are more of the family practice style. So my husband does see like he attracts a lot of blue collar. He attracts a lot of the athletes, but then all the Medicare ladies love him. Like Dr. Quinn, Dr. Quinn medicine man is just, he's so cute and he's so nice and he's so gentle. And we just love our appointments with Dr. Quinn. I'm like, okay, whatever. (laughs) Um, but like, we also have pregnant patients that want to see him overseeing me, but then like any pediatric case, he pretty much volleys to me. I would say a majority of our pregnant patients, he volleys to me. Um, but we, have a very similar philosophy, very similar treatment plan style, the way that we communicate. Um, and we, we go to seminars together. We use the same scripting. We're very like on the same page of like, this is how the front desk is supposed to communicate. This is how we communicate. These are our roles. These are their roles. This is how things should be done. Not just like, I'm going to do it this way and you do it that way, but we're just yeah. all going to see the same people. Like that just doesn't work. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Those things are awesome to be on the same page on. Is there any way some differences could potentially be a benefit when you're working with somebody? Yes and no. I think that there's always going to be one person that's better at business than the other. And I think that you have to get clear on who's better at those back admin, who's going to do the QuickBooks, who's going to crunch the numbers, who's going to do the marketing, who's going to train the staff, who's going to be responsible for staff, um, behavior, HR, et cetera. So that's where like those benefits, it's good to be different because you need to capitalize in each person's unique ability. Um, I would say the trend in our practice is that Mitch is more of the face of the practice because he's the one doing that more of the clinic director role. He's the Mm -hmm. one that is seeing most of the patients, has the most patient hours. And when we've had associates, he's the one that's doing a lot of the training with the associates where I'm doing a lot more of the back office admin. I'm very particular about our social media. Mitch is never allowed to post on social media because he can't spell. And I (laughs) hate having to go in and edit his posts. It drives me bonkers. So even if he posts from his phone, it's really me. Like everybody should know that it's really, truly me. Um, The Facebook lives, like we have conversations and we prep before them. And then I get mad at him afterwards when he doesn't say things exactly the way that I told him to say after we prepped for like 20 minutes, but it has to be him because he's the face. 
Right, right. And I, I mean, the only way you're going to learn those things is to sit down and discuss them. Right. So what happens when you work with your significant other and there is some kind of business or clinical dilemma or conflict? So there is no such thing as boundaries when you are in practice with your spouse because your practice is essentially another child. So there's a lot of times that work comes home, but we have a very hard boundary that home does not come to work. So we could be fighting, could have an unresolved argument. He could go to work. I could come to work in the same day. We're still going to get the tasks that we need done without bringing that argument to work because we're not going to have a screaming fit with each other in front of staff, in front of patients. Like that is just not professional. We may be a little shorter with each other, but we're not involving our employees in our arguments. We're not having a screaming match. We're not doing any of that in office. Now work will come home, but we've, we're working on establishing what those boundaries look like. And most of the time it's a you have to put your phone down and we are going to have family time. Put your phone down and focus on your kid. Play with mm-hmm. your kid. We can handle some work stuff after the kids are in bed. Um, and then after a certain point in the night, like you're not looking at work emails. You're not looking at work text messages. And we have that hard boundary on the weekends too. Yeah. I, I feel like you have to have them. For us, it was definitely easier pre-kids. I mean, we would pretty much only discuss work at the table. Mm-hmm. And then at the dinner table, and then we were done. And then I feel like if you own your own together and you have kids, you truly have to almost carve out that time because you don't want right. to, you have to remember other things matter too, even if your practice is your baby. I mean, you have real babies to worry about, social life, mental health. Um, so finding that individual time is pretty huge. <laughs> Absolutely. And we've, I feel like we've tried it all at this point um, (laughs) between like carving out specific dates and times, um, carving out times for the staff meeting, personal meetings. We've tried like going out and having a date and then like discussing work for the first half and then personal the next half. Um, And again, kids just kind of kids in 2020 kind of (laughs) threw that all for a loop a little bit. So one of the things that I think we're really good at is carving out that time for our family on Sunday morning. So we are open a half day on Friday. Friday afternoon is family time. We don't look at any work over that afternoon period. Once the girls are down for bed at seven o'clock, then we'll check the emails for Saturday if we have Saturday morning patients. Um, if it's a weekend that we're off on a Saturday, then we're checked out all the way until Sunday evening. Then we'll go back in and check um, the text messages and the emails just to prepare ourselves mentally for Monday. But for our family, like Sunday morning is our family time. We're going to get up. We're going to make pancakes with the toddler. We're going to do something together as a family. And as you know, um, my husband's family recently bought a house in Lake Geneva. So when we go up on the weekends to Lake Geneva, we are not checking anything work-related whatsoever. That's so Um, good. You have to have balance. And if you don't carve it out, it's never going to happen. Exactly. So if you had to pick like the number one best favorite thing about being married to another chiropractor, 
or another healthcare provider, what is that number one thing? What's the best part? The, the best part is that I know without a doubt that my husband will always have our practice's best interest in mind and our family's best interest in mind. I can never delegate that to an associate because at the end of the day, it's not their baby. Right. So he is always going to make sure that we're doing everything in the best interest for the practice and for ourselves. Sure. And then what do you think might be the hardest part and how can you try to overcome that or prevent it from being an issue? Uh, so experiencing this right now, but the <laughs> hardest part for me is the anxiety of taking time off. Yeah. Because when we're not in the practice, we're not making money and we are good employers. So we still pay our employees when we're not working. So, um, 4th of July weekend, we paid our employee for a Friday when we weren't in the office. We didn't pay her Saturday and we paid everybody on Monday. And so we came back from our long weekend and I was freaking out yesterday. I'm like, we have 10 emails. Eight of them are from (laughs) new patients. It's a short week. We should have been working on Monday. Mm -hmm. And my husband was like, no, we needed Monday off. We needed the day to decompress. We needed the day to do laundry and this and this and blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. And I was like, no, like (laughs) we needed to have worked Monday. Like now we're trying to fit all these new patients in and where are we going to put the reports and what are we going to do with these patients and da, 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 da. And unless you have an associate that you can trust your practice with, Uh which is like a unicorn, (laughs) um, you can't take, you can't take time off without it affecting patient care and without it affecting the finances of your practice, because I'm still responsible for my employees. So regardless of if we're making money or not, I still need to pay them. I am praying you get your unicorn someday because you guys work so hard and have built such an incredible practice. I, I just look forward to that day. And I think it's going to, I think it's going to come. I am just praying that it does. I'm sending it to the universe. I'm like, listen, bring me a superstar, bring me a rock star associate. I love it. I love it. So for any of our listeners who are listening and maybe they're only dating someone in their class in physical therapy school, nursing school, whatever, wherever they're at, um, if they're just maybe dating somebody or engaged to, or think they're going to marry one, um, what would be your last, last words for them right now? Well, as a female practitioner, figure out what you want your practicing last name to be. Hey, there we go. (laughs) Because changing it is a pain. So So I had told Mitch, like, if you want me to practice with the last name Quill, you need to propose before we graduate. And he did not. And here I am seven years practicing under my maiden name. There we go. (laughs) But I do think that the most important thing to figure out when you're in a relationship. And if you decide that you want to practice together is sit down and get clear about like, let's be honest about my strengths and my weaknesses and who can do what. And if you both suck at marketing, who can we delegate to so that we're successful? Because you both can't suck at something and expect the other person to do it and then be upset when they suck at it. Yeah. So 
having those real conversations and looking into yourself and being like, okay, what do I, what am I not good at? Like, what do I not know? Who should I pay? Who can I delegate to is really eye-opening and will save you so many art, like so many arguments, so much heartache and so much time. And you have to learn out of school, like your time is money and your time is valuable and you should calculate how much your time is worth and then figure out like, do I need to be doing all of these new patient calls or can I pay someone $17 an hour because my time is worth more than that. And it would be more valuable for me to do X versus these remedial tasks that I could pay someone else to do. Well, and a lot of these things come up even when you're in different professions or different fields. So I know um, Taking Care of Babies, which, which we talked about on another episode I did with you, is a brand where a former pediatric nurse, um, she actually married, I believe he's an actual pediatrician. Yes, so, he's a pediatrician. Yeah. So how cool is that, that they're within the same field, different provider types. Um, and it can also be something totally different where you know a nurse might marry an eye doctor or a dentist might marry a physical therapist. Um, a good friend of mine, he's a chiropractor, but he married married an occupational therapist. And there's so many um, similarities in healthcare, obviously. And then all of the different fields and specialties also have their differences. Um, And sometimes that can even translate into personality differences, which I think is so interesting. Um, I know taking care of babies, Kara, the pediatric nurse, she is completely different from her husband, who's the pediatrician. He's very incognito. He's very... um, closed off and he has, he's a wealth of knowledge, but he prefers to be, you know, behind the scenes. Whereas Kara is like upfront in your face, tons of knowledge, but likes to be the face of that brand and is just such a warm and welcoming person. And I think what they've done a good job about too, is really sat down to think about, okay, what are my strengths? What are my weaknesses? What are your strengths? What are your weaknesses? And how can we use those to not only be the best providers we can be, but in translation, be the best people we can be with that. Um, so that's kind of what I want to leave the listeners with, you know, utilize your strengths and weaknesses as a couple, um, utilize them as a provider as well. And as individuals, and then you can't really ask for a better relationship, to be honest. Absolutely. And once you're clear on that, then you can, you can help your partner out in practice better than an employee could, because you know your partner so well that you know where you need to step in and help them if they're overwhelmed or if there's something going on with the schedule, like you can figure out how to fix it for them or help them with that versus your employee that doesn't know your partner's needs and messes up the schedule even more. (laughs) So true. Well, thank you so much for chatting with us about this because honestly, you and Mitch have built such an incredible practice, an incredible family. You guys have a great relationship and um, can truly be role models for all of us here. So thank you so much for all this information. Oh, thank you so much for having me. Hey, thanks for listening. To learn more, find us on Instagram or Facebook at Better Doctor Project or check out our website, betterdoctorproject.com. Don't forget to leave us a review and share us with a friend. It helps us reach more healthcare providers who are also striving to make an impact. Thanks again. See you next time.